the great show for you today with uh, my regular co-host, Andrew the Crushner, the king of the crush, Andrew Kushner. Hola, como estas? Uh, as well as the championship derailer. He will be uh, trying out for the Olympics. Uh, my good friend, Marcus Coleman. Happy to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> and most importantly, uh, today's guest, also a dear friend of mine, an absolutely fabulous human being, and witty and stunning, stellar and wonderful Whitney Street. Hello, thank you for having me here. I'm super happy to be here this afternoon. I've gotten to do some podcasts recently. I've been doing okay in the comedy world. Gotten to do a couple of festivals, uh, which has been pretty cool. But uh, the thing about festivals is that when you're like a lowly regional performer, uh, such as myself, you don't always get paid terribly well. Uh, like this year at Bumbershoot, for example, I got paid uh, primarily in burritos. Sort of an industry secret uh, insider. You might not have known that. Uh, you might not know that because the festival staff also did not know that. Uh, I'm saying is I stole a lot of burritos. Like I brought, like I brought a bag, <laughs> a dedicated burrito bag. You have to stay fed. Have to stay fed. It's the message of my set. I have too low expectations for things. Like, I set my own goals too low. I set my sights too low for myself. Like, I realized this when I was hanging out with some of my friends and we were talking about uh, what we would do if we won the lottery. And the first thing that I just thought and said out loud was, uh, if I won the lottery, I would buy a bus pass every month. Like, that's it. Friends are like, is that, is that the whole dream? <laughs> like, is that it? And I was like, no, no, I'd also buy deodorant in bulk. <laughs> like, no, this is why I haven't won the lottery. Because my dreams are not big enough. This is not how you win the lottery with that attitude. But yes, uh, I cut my hair. Yeah. Does it look okay? It looks great. <laughs> Everything you've done in your life is good. It's fine. Um, it's not a cry for help, but... <laughs> It is a cry for, like, is it okay every day, my whole set. But I did, I cut my hair, I cut my own hair uh, in this particular fashion because I need my gender to be baffling. <laughs> like, I just need it not to scan, like at all, like at all. Like, I want, I want all my cat calls to end in question marks. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> like, some guys just riding by on the bike, they're like, hey, girl, girl into a tree because I'm doing things for the people I don't know like I realized I want my gender to be uh, something like a like a crossword puzzle like like this is something that you are gonna work on the entire bus ride to work like just dwell on it just dwell a solid 20 minutes you're gonna get to work not totally sure you got everything right that's me I'm the New York Times crossword of gender <laughs> Sunday edition do me in pen <laughs> I don't know what that tag means. <laughs> I just say it. I just say it every time. It's important that it doesn't mean anything to me. Thank you for having me. No this pressure. is super fun. Uh, I'm sorry to not make eye contact with anybody. Oh, no, no, no. no. We appreciate that. It's really, really creepy if we try and make eye contact. No, no, it's happened. Contact, actually, so it's like, that's weird. I'm like, Ugh. It's happened a few times on the show where uh, the guest and myself accidentally make eye contact and it 
just ruins everything. <laughs> we have to like just start over. Because it's, it's it's weird. It's like it's too intimate. Almost. Yes, exactly. You know, like... no, way too close. No, you never sit this close to anybody in a crowd. While no. You no, no, it's the worst. I just that 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 house party that you didn't go to, that I did go to, was in a very very small room, and I was like, cannot be, cannot look at anybody. For yes, this party. the vocal inflections during your routines are always very very funny and beautifully timed. But the fact that you actually speak like that <laughs> <laughs> makes it so much better. That's uh, funny. <laughs> and who are some of your primary comedic influences? Influences. Definitely Eddie Izzard. I watched I watched Dress to Kill about a thousand times. A lot. I, I listened to George Carlin uh, and, oh no, Bill Cosby when I was a kid. But, yeah. <laughs> But, like, you know, that's because those were the tapes that we had in the you car. Know, you know, yeah. like, thanks. I think we've discussed this on another episode. Yeah. Just because someone is a shitty monster doesn't mean they weren't funny at the same time. Yeah. Of Unfortunately. Course. It's a bummer. Yeah. <clears throat> you don't want it to be sad. And I always say, luckily, I grew up in a generation where we already hated Bill Cosby because he, yeah. he hates young black kids so much. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was already, like, fuck that dude before I found out all this other shit, so. Lucky me. So obviously I am a fan of yours. So I knew to pay you in burritos. <laughs> yes! <laughs> but I, I didn't know what kind of burritos. So these are um, bean and cheese burritos. They look excellent. Because I know a lot of people are vegetarians. So I don't know. Are you a vegetarian? I'm not a vegetarian. Oh. But I appreciate that. And I don't... I try not to eat beef. And pork. I try not to eat things with four legs. That's kind of where I'm at. So only humans. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. in. They're yeah. fine. They could consent. Uh, <laughs> the funny... The funny thing about the burritos is, uh, I got here, uh, Daniel always has food for whoever the guest is, but usually, because Daniel's a classy dude, he's always dressed like this, <laughs> and, he's all, and he usually has like a cheese plate, like some fancy cheeses, and then I show up, and he's microwaving these burritos, and I'm like, isn't fucking Whitney Street? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why the fuck are you, why does she get burritos? Like, we just have these fucking open micers here, and they get, they get fancy cheeses. And I was like, this must be some kind of inside. I hope it's inside. <laughs> why should get fucking yeah. burritos? He, he looked at it, looked at me, and he looked mad. He's like, why are you serving microwave burritos in Whitney Street? <laughs> So yeah, I was glad to find out it was a joke. I was glad to find out it was, there was a reference. Yeah, the mountain of Doritos. Yeah, in the yeah. middle of the burritos. Yeah. It really, at first, I was worried. Yeah. I was like, I don't Dan's know. Dan finally lost it. I knew it was going to happen. You broke me. You want to have everything to ask me to pick you up something. From everything I yeah. Oh, boy. This is going to be a rough episode. Yeah. It's amazing. Delicious, though. Delicious. Yeah. Uh, but what, what kind of burritos do they serve at festivals? They were they're usually donated from somewhere, so they usually have like here's a pile of chickens and here's a pile oh, of vegetarian kind of, yeah. ones, you know. They're easy to steal. They're like just individually wrapped. They're just yeah. there. You just scoop them up. We go to a festival. I want to go with you. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. I just gotta roll around. You'll just guide me on the grocery uh, route. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you could. I, I mean, I've been doing extra work on TV shows recently, and they pay you horribly. I mean, it's minimum wage. Oh, yeah. And then I'm paying a a, a business. Some money, so it's less than minimum wage. Yeah. So right. I just go to the craft services table and I'll just take like yeah. 15 packs of crackers and cheese. Yeah. And yeah, like, what the hell is the thing? It's there for them. Yeah, and, and there's no rules. They're, and they're writing there's it no rules. There's no <laughs> rules. Well, the thing is, they, they know they're not paying you. Yeah. So, oh, like, yeah. yeah, they're stealing the food again. But like, all the money that we aren't paying you is in 
It's craft services. Like, no, we're I'm sure behind, on this food. behind your back, they call you the scavengers. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I fill my, my backpack up with Gardetto's snack mix. Yep. Like, oh, yeah, no, it's... Oh. You got to do it? Oh, my, yeah, I got to. Got to stay fed. I'm poor. Yeah. Uh, what is your um, personal favorite kind of burrito, then? My favorite burrito? Oh, goodness. Um, probably a breakfast burrito. Oh. I like the breakfast burrito. Do you have a preferred um, breakfast burrito carrier? I go to Muchos Gracias. Because yeah. close to my home, and if you get what I do is I get no meat, but I add beans. They Those usually don't have a lot of beans in there, but yeah, it's really good. Beans, potatoes, eggs, you can go all day. There you go. Muchas gracias. Shout out. <laughs> exactly. Curtis Cook also mentioned them as his favorite. There we go. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Yeah, man, they Those are great burritos. Yeah, yeah. Those are the best um, breakfast burritos. Yeah, I went there drunk one night after, actually, you dropped me off on Broadway. There's one uh, downtown. Yeah. Yeah, I went there. A Portland state or a North what Pacific Northwest yeah, state. Very much so. How many times do I have to say their name before they have <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> I'm sending you stuff. Does it just become obligatory at a certain point? Like if I just oh, say yeah. it enough, muchos gracias. And then you have to tweet about it and at them. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, that's true. Really true. They might back up a truck here and live some El Paso <laughs> on their fucking <laughs> <laughs> So as I told you um, before we started, um, I custom pick the final question of the interview um, to be very specific to the guests. So I will admit I do Facebook stalk my guests so that I can properly um, delve into their innermost psyche um, to select this question. So my question for you, Whitney Street, is Seest thou such one as takest for his God his own passion? Shall he retain it on contempt or bury it in the dust? Oh, definitely buried in the dust. Thank you so much for uh, coming on Your Fault for Listening. It was an honor. Thank you for having me. Mr. Kushner, do you have a uh, story for us today? I can totally give you a story if you'd like. All right, here we go. Well, One of my personal favorite segments on the show, the segment we like to call oh, The Kushner Effect. Oh, man. Ugh. I'm going to come with something horrible today. Oh, yeah, I, you know, I was talking with my mom. And she reminded me earlier of a horrible situation that occurred when I was a junior high. I don't know why this is coming up, Whitney. This has nothing to do with you, but I, I'm going to go back to the first time I I ever punched a woman. Oh, God damn. A girl. The first time. And the last time. The last time. <laughs> first and last time. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I don't know why this is coming up, but I uh, had a... A situation in junior high, seventh grade, where I was pantsed. You know what pantsed means yeah. when someone comes up from behind, pulls your pants down. Well, unfortunately, that day, my pants and underwear came down. <laughs> and in seventh grade, I had not matured. So, yeah, the entire cool people group clique of school the saw my wiener. Club. Which, it was a cold day. It shrinkage. It was beyond shrinkage. At the same time, it was out of just a reaction reactionary it was this girl um she had pulled my pants down and as i turned i threw a punch and hit her in the back and it wasn't i didn't even think about it, it wasn't premeditated it just as i noticed everybody saw me naked i threw that punch and it connected square in her back and i remember hearing the air come out of her body and as she hit the ground she couldn't breathe she was <clears throat> making this weird noise and all her friends ran over to her and said, "You, she's going to die. And they, and for a second, I thought I might have killed someone. 
Yeah, and it was mm. one of the... Yeah, this is not a good story. I don't know why it came up. My mom was just talking about it earlier, and I don't... I figured I'd try and make it funny, but it's not funny. At the same time... <laughs> this is the last time I ever... I thought I killed her, and her friends were screaming, Andrew, she can't breathe. Someone medics, you know, and I'm sitting there like, I'm going to jail. This is the worst possible thing. Anyway, long story short, she got her breath back. It came back to her. It, this is the... I love... I respect women. I would never punch them. <laughs> Ever. Women, if you start hitting me, I'm going to take it. I'm going to lay down on the ground and just take it. Um, I remember getting taken to the principal's office, Mr. Lucas, and he sat me down. He didn't know exactly what... He's like, what the heck just happened out there? You just, you know, almost killed a girl. I told him she pantsed me, and everybody saw my wiener, and it was reactionary. And he completely looked at me and said, oh, man, I kind of understand. <laughs> I and he gave me a in-class detention. Yeah, I had I was not you. loved throughout junior high and high school, but that was the last time I ever even thought about oh my God. touching mm-hmm. a woman in um, more than a <laughs> Alright, you don't wow, get the I mic anymore. Um, <laughs> my apologies, but please don't hate me. Where are we at? Where are we at time wise? <laughs> uh, Thirty minutes. Oh boy. You know what? Let me get one in of Marcus effect because he, he reminded me of something. Oh my god, where could this possibly the be first, going? First ever, All right, first be, before you say this. Oh boy, I don't know where on, just let from. me tell a story. <laughs> All right, first ever Coleman effect. All right, so I beat this chick up. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> 